Hello everyone and welcome to the Thriving Dry Eye Podcast. I am your host, Laura. I suffered a chemical eye injury resulting in dry eye and I created this platform to give hope to those with dry eye. I will talk to amazing people who will tell their dry eye stories and spotlight health professionals who will promote wellness of the mind and body. This podcast is for you to give hope to those with dry eye. As a disclaimer, this podcast contains general information about dry eye and other medical conditions and is for educational purposes and inspiration only. Thriving Dry Eye LLC is not responsible or liable for the accuracy of information contained in this podcast. The information contained in this episode is the personal views of the hosts and guests respectively. This podcast is not meant to replace the advice of your healthcare provider and is not intended to prescribe, prevent, treat, or diagnose disease. Listeners acknowledge that the information contained does not constitute professional advice from the host or guest speaker. By listening to this podcast, you assume all risks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thriving Dry Eye Podcast. I am very excited today to be talking to my first guest, Amanda V. Hi, Hi, how are you? Good. It's good to be here. Thank you. All right. So first off, can you tell us a little about yourself? Sure. I'm from Dayton, Ohio, and I've been living in the D.C. area for 15 years now. Um, and I have two kids, an 11-year-old and a six-year-old, and um, currently I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've, I've been doing that for 11 years. Uh, previously, I worked at a, a design firm. Oh, very And cool. uh, prior, prior to that, I was in the social service field. That's so amazing. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So when did you notice that there was a problem with your eyes? I can tell you the exact date. It was August 18th, 2021. And I was going for a eye checkup because that was sort of when people were feeling like it was safer to get out and go to the doctor and during the pandemic. And I just wanted to get a bunch of things taken care of. And so I needed a new prescription. I wanted new glasses. I was also there for contact lenses. So that's all I needed was a new eye prescription. And she said, would you like to have your eyes dilated? And I was like, well, how long has that been since? And she said, well, 10 years ago. And I said, okay, I want to be really thorough. Um, I think during the pandemic, I was having some, a lot of stress, not just based on that alone, but what was happening to other friends and relatives, people that I had lost, 
even before the right before the pandemic, like my grandmother. So I was having like, am I seeing light flashes? Because that's a warning sign of you need to get your eyes checked out. So I didn't know if that was from stress. So even though I'm not a big fan of having my eyes dilated, um, I was like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And when I left the before I left the appointment, I was like, oh yeah, how long are my eyes going to be light sensitive? She said four hours at the most. I said, okay, okay. So I get to the parking lot and I realize I can't drive myself home. It's too bright. The things that they give you to that makeshift sunglasses to put over your glasses weren't cutting it. So I had to call my husband to come get me. And I remember writing on Facebook, like, which I'm even on my own Facebook page, I'm a pretty private person. And I reached out and I asked others, um, how long does this last? You know, what can I do? This is, it's been um, a couple hours and it's still bright. It's not letting up. Um, they're like, give it more time. And I got back on and I said, now it's it's pushing six hours. And I, I and it was just, well, it wasn't letting up. And I was noticing I had to put sunglasses on in the house still. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. But I wasn't really panicked until later that night, again, doing errands, getting my car um, checked out. I had to drive at night with, with my husband to um, help drop off our second car and, you know, drive me back. And I thought, oh my gosh, I, the, the lights on the highway on this toll road were really, really bright. I had to put my sunglasses on to drive and I was like, okay, this, this is nuts. So I read on the internet that if you have blue eyes, that it could take longer, but I inherently knew something was not right. Cause this didn't happen 10 years ago when I had this done. Mm-hmm. So I try to get back in to see the doctor. She's on vacation and this was an optometrist. And so in the practice, there's others I could see. So I got in to to see one and she's like, oh, your eyes look dry. I was like, they do feel dry. And that was the beginning of realizing what was wrong. Um, So I didn't want to see the doctor who, quote, did this to me (laughs) because that's the way I felt at the time. Um, now I know she she didn't mean any harm. She didn't know this was going to happen, but I eventually did tell her, and I wasn't very happy with the lack of compassion I felt from her as much as I did from my regular PCP, who was like, oh, "I'm so sorry, this has happened to you," and an eye doctor friend of the family was like, "You know, this is pretty safe. This is a very important thing to do." We even use this in children, even with children that have a lazy eye, we use the the numbing drops. This should be totally safe. I decided I wanted to see an ophthalmologist and he was like, I see a lot of dry spots. It's almost like pitting on the eye. Um, He's like, I could do a corneal stain and see. And I was like, I'm afraid of putting anything in my eye. I don't know what did this to me. What ingredient did this to me? Let's just be as conservative as possible. 
and he just sent me a list of refresh products, sustained products, a whole other slew of normal recommendations from doctors that in all fairness do help some people. Um, a lot of people say, you know, some of those I mentioned are their favorite drops, but for me personally, it wasn't cutting it. Um, I have an aunt who uses sustain and she uses it four times a day. She's not in any huge discomfort. I believe she's in her sixties and she just gets on with her day. This was not the same case. This was like, I put it in my eye for 10 minutes and I feel like I have to do it again and right. it feels sticky. And so after complaining to the optometrist, he said, we'll try a our ophthalmologist. He said, we'll try some drop with an oil in it. Like, um, oh goodness, retain. Yeah. That was at first, I was like, this is nice. And then I'm like, wait, wait a minute. My eyes are getting all veiny and red again. So I said, okay, this is probably not for me. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. And so after a couple of weeks of this, I found on Facebook a support group called the Dry Eye Syndrome Support Community that two doctors um, started. And that was the beginning uh, of a good dry eye journey. Um, my saving grace. I don't, I don't know what other, I don't know how else to put it. At that sometimes it was, it was hard to read some of the posts where people were in my, in my boat in the same spot, but other times it was almost, felt like divine timing, like somebody's talking about Tiervaya. I want to try that. Oh my gosh, it helped me, you know, um, stuff like that, which is a, a nasal spray product that came out in, I believe it was November of 2021. So like not too far, like a, I think a couple, two or three months after this happened to me. So I was really excited about that. Is it the answer? No. Is it an important part of my um, dry eye tool belt, if you will? Absolutely. Yeah. And through the dry eye syndrome support community, there's very knowledgeable people that may have more time to research products and modalities that help more than I can, even though with this being a stay at home mom, um, it gets pretty busy or even how long you can be on screen to research you know, I think though, before, you know, I mentioned products that helped me or anything like that, or treatments is just having this community where you didn't feel like you were crazy. Other people were explaining what you were feeling was very helpful and that there were other people that had success stories and you can use the search bar on Facebook to search success stories it was extremely helpful. Can you describe your life now with dry eye? Yes, my life is much better. And I would say during actually the beginning of this month in April, I was able to go to the beach with my family. And that's something I never thought I wanted to do because who wants to be with the wind standing on the sand, just being near sand would freak me out. But I felt more in control over my environment, over me. I have 
these glasses called Sienna eyeglasses, the specific brand Kai that has an insert that I can just magnetically pop in and out to control the wind. And if these aren't tight enough fit for how windy it is, then I have sunglasses that have a sponge uh, insert that really helps Wiley X sunglasses that I found at my new optometrist. They're not my, they're, I guess, pretty stylish if I was cycling or something, but um, I don't care. I walk around like I don't care. So other people don't look at me funny. I mean, a lot of people they are like, oh, I'm so self-conscious. Well, just walk around like there's nothing different. <laughs> and I, and um, I think I learned that from, you know, a member on the dry eye support community that, you know, if you walk around and, and, and look at other people and don't look down like you're ashamed, then they'll, they'll, they'll not have a problem with it. If you don't have as much of a problem with it. But at first I'd walk around looking at everyone like, oh, why am I the only one who has to go through all this pomp and circumstance just to be outside? Like, <laughs> and I remember leaving a, a, um, a huge store, I'll just say the name, Costco. I was leaving a Costco and this guy that checks everyone out was like, I had, at that time I had, um, uh, sunglasses. I called them my golden girl sunglasses that go over my glasses. And he was like, Oh my gosh. He's like, I have light sensitivity too. And I was like, ah, oh, I, I just felt very seen. And we had a nice moment in conversation and yeah. But other than that, uh, I, I, I haven't run into anybody in public with my same <laughs> needs. I will say why my life is so, is so better is because on the dry eye syndrome support community, there was this lady who was on there. I don't want to use names, but she was very much into helping others because she had been helped so much. And she just stressed, you need to see a dry eye doctor, a dry eye specialist not an optometrist, not an ophthalmologist, but a person who says they do not only deals with dry eyes, but that's, that's, they have different things that can help you like intense pulse light, which I did. Um, but for me, I did it one time. Mm -hmm. um, I did it with one of the top dry eye specialists in the world in Maryland that was really helpful, but because of my history, she recommended it just for me, like very rare, but um, that I shouldn't go forward with it. But I was very appreciative of that type of expertise, looking at my eyes saying, okay, did you know you have a, a small congenital cataract? Do you know you have a little bit of scarring on one part of your eye? Do you know what that was from? It was probably from an injury. Do you know that you have thin vessels near your retina. We need to do a field of vision test to make sure everything's okay. 
um, because of types of medicines I took in the past, and I'll just be honest, uh, um, after a breakup of a boyfriend, I took a, an antidepressant, anti-anxiety. This specific one causes clouding on the lens. Oh, wow. And that was probably affecting how my IPL was, the, the after effects I've had of it. Um, where it made my uh, light sensitivity worse for a little bit for two weeks. And I'll explain why in a minute, but it, it did worsen my floaters. And I also had very sensitive areas around my face. Through talking to a cousin who's very into holistic care, she said, I think acupuncture for your sensitivity around your face, you know, having to put drops in all the time, having to put a washcloth on my face to sleep having to have the IPL therapy, you know, you're constantly touching more around the eyes that has to affect the nerves. And I just think from the expression and the, it was very um, thorough expression and the intense pulse light. I just don't think in my particular case, I could handle all that, but I went to an acupuncturist whose father, you know, was a former naturopath acupuncturist in the family. And very knowledgeable doctor. And after a couple sessions, all my nerve pain was gone in my face That's from amazing. the IPL that had lasted for a month. And so I knew to tell her or the next doctor that did expression to be gentle, gentler, that we couldn't just go for it, you know. But because of that first IPL, she got glands to express oil that had never produced oil before. I had like a toothpaste consistency coming out I and some glands. Um, and I guess I should mention I have mycobian gland dysfunction as well as aqueous. She got a lot of the glands going that that probably wouldn't have been unclogged, um, but I just decided I was one of those rare cases that just couldn't couldn't deal with it. And also with those treatments, you have to use numbing drops. And uh, I, I, but her office did have a preservative free kind. And through the dry eye support community, there was this very knowledgeable poster who researches it like it's her new job because of her condition. And I've learned a lot from this poster. She deep delves deeply into PubMed and she found out there's this preservative that is in a lot of the eye drops that there's two types of eye drops, in my opinion, where it's like the Zatator Pataday bottles, where you you have a preservative because you're it has to be preserved. Then there's the bottles that come in little serving size bottles, if you will, where you pop up the top and squeeze it and have to throw it right away. Basically, I was I was very aware of I need to be careful of what type of eye drops I'm putting in my eyes, what ingredients are in my eyes. And through the through the community and through this poster, I found out that I was probably sensitive, if not allergic, to benzyl chromium chloride. The abbreviation that you can Google is capital B, capital A, capital K. Mm -hmm. B is in boy, A is in apple, K is in kangaroo. And if you 
type that along with preservative, you'll find that a side effect is dryness of the eyes. And if you deep dive into PubMD, you'll find that they use this to induce dry eyes in rats. Now, there's some people in the drying community will say preservatives are demonized. This is with cumulative use. But when I went back to the eye doctor that this happened to, or ha that ha this happened to me in her office, I said, please let me photograph, if not video, the ingredients of the bottle, because I have to figure out. And so when that poster posted that, article, I thought oh, it was an aha moment. Another moment of validation was when my son had pink eye and I had to call the nurse with my provider. And I said, I need to know if this preservative is in the ingredient. She was happy to look it up and said, oh, it is in this drop, but it's not in the ointment. And she's like, wow, and the side effect is dryness. You're right. To have a nurse tell me I'm right about something she didn't know about. Can you tell? I, I can't even tell you how. <laughs> right. um, validating that felt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I, yeah. So anyway. <laughs> so what is really interesting is that um, through my experience too, is that I felt like I just wasn't getting the answers and to have that validation, I mean, it's just, it was everything, right? Like, cause you think so much, I'm crazy. I, I can't, this can't be real or I'm feeling this, but nobody's this seeing this or da, 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 da. And yeah, that, that validation that, ah, you know, it's just like so powerful. I can't imagine how amazing you felt. Yeah. And for some reason I got chills when you were saying that with the ophthalmologist who's like, I see dryness and gave me a bunch of those lists of things that didn't help. Two or three weeks later, he's like, why don't we try serum tears? I'm like, what is that? Yes, that sounds amazing. You know, an option I've never heard before. And he's like, it's where we take your own blood and we make eye drops out of them and put them in your eyes. I'm like, oh, my own body trying to heal itself? That sounds like the step in the right direction. I'm like, yes, please. Okay, he put in the order. I raced down to the lab and... By the way, the lab was also in the same place that I had to um, get my eye exam where the where this happened to me. So that that was crazy. I constantly had it like my doctor was there. It's like one stop shopping. So I had to face the same place of where this thing happened to me as I was getting treatment, which was why. But um, so. They getting my blood drawn is not my favorite. When I was a kid, I was amazing at it. The nurses would pat me on the head and say what, how good I was. And I had a smiley face band-aid. And then by the time I was like in the third grade, it was like biting nurses and them holding me down and passing oh, no. out. And 
And my mom was a nurse and she's like, this is mind over matter. And, and then um, she's like, no, I think you're having a basal vagal reaction to where your body just freaks out. So, but I did take her advice over the years after having two kids and, you know, just like, okay, you just hydrate up. You don't go without having enough food. Definitely you need to hydrate so they can get you know, what they need to. And you talk about movies, you look at the clock, you distract yourself because they do have to take many tubes of blood. Mm -hmm. If you're getting 20% serum, I, I feel like it goes a lot better than like 40 or 50% that takes more tubes of blood and, but they can take breaks in between. And my particular provider, they'll ship it off to, and you know, I forget the name of the company. I feel so bad, but there, there, there are many um, uh, places that I, uh, at least I know two of, of two companies where you can ship off the blood. They make the drops and they ship it back. So I think I got my blood drawn on a Wednesday and I had them by Friday. And I was so nervous about everything I took, everything I put in my eye. Their customer service at this one company is amazing. She's like, you're going to feel like it's like liquid gold in your eye. And she was right. It didn't feel sticky. It's my own chemistry. I will say anything I did with my eyes, even if it's my own blood, it took a couple of days for my body to not freak out and be like, oh, okay. You know, and it, it started helping me more and more. I still had to do humidifiers. I still had to do taking fish oil supplements. I still had to take breaks and put washcloths over my face and make sure I did my lid wipes and my heat masks. And there's this one heat mask I want to highlight called the unclog mask. Mm. And it was better than any mask I tried. I don't want to bad mouth any of the other masks because, you know, it's a very personal decision whether you would use it. I have ocular rosacea. I have rosacea in my face. But I feel like it's still, for me personally, I need to have my glands open. And, you know, 15 minutes after, my eyes will settle back down. They'll get the, the redness won't totally go away. But, you know, my eyes will look whiter. And, but it's important for to warm up those glands. I would say the serum tears was a big turning point. And then when I saw the dry eye specialist um, and did the IPL, that one session, even with toothpaste oil, I feel felt a lot more oil coming out when I did my unclogged mask. She even told me what setting to put it at. I think it's at a hundred and nine, so it's important not to go too high or you know too low. Mm -hmm. She also told me about platelet-rich plasma, and not only that, when you go to a dry eye specialist, you don't just get a list of refresh, retain, and whatever you can get at CVS. You get a stepladder list from this one doctor, double-sided page of different things that can help with dry eye. Wow. That is amazing. Can you imagine, you know, and this doctor looked at me when I did my dry eye workup, I, you ha I did a my, mybography scan. I did where you put the papers in the side of your eyes to see how wet they were. So knowing your tear breakup time, your, sh I don't know how to say this, swimmer, whatever, <laughs> score, um, all, the, all these tests, you know, <laughs> 
was more information than I had before. And then also when she did the expression, the procedure, she videoed it. I don't even know what technology this is, but it's where she looks through the slit lamp and does the expression and the video captures what she's doing and you watch it back and it's like proof. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, she's selling all these things, you know, way to take advantage of me. No, it's like, uh, no, here's evidence. Look, this is the one where she's like, oh, yeah, I can see the buttery consistency. Uh, I can see the Wesson oil. I can see the toothpaste you're talking about. On the mybography scan, I'm like, yeah, I see where the glands don't go all the way up where they should. So you feel like you you get the same knowledge as, as she's seen, which is amazing. So I tried some of the things. I tried sequa. There's your stasis. Uh, I, this sequa, even though some people will say it burns your eyes for a little bit, stick with it. For me, again, I was a, a rare bird where I started systemically feeling like I had the chills, like chills like when you chew gum and you feel like a minty freshness with the chills like i was standing in the driveway with my bare feet in the middle of winter and i thought okay i'm not going to try this in the winter time i'll try this in a different season the same kind of reaction i was seeing three different eye doctors at the time each one i felt like to take the best of each and the more eye doctors I like, the better. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I found on a page where, you know, it said somebody had the chills and they're like, look, you know, they have to report every little thing. You know, if somebody has a cold and chills is a side effect, they have to report it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm like thinking I, I'm really sensitive. This is really happening to me. I don't know if this is from stress from the medication this medication helps out so many people right but for me after a second try and I, it would just amp up i couldn't take that and so i went back to my cousin again i'm like this is crazy and she said you just need to trust in your body that it can heal itself the body's very powerful and this cousin also does rapid transitional therapy It is exactly how it sounds. Within one session, she cured a little girl of being afraid of bees, this little girl who couldn't even leave her house. Oh, no. Um, Just some amazing, amazing things I was hearing. And I, I called up my cousin who lives on the other side of the U.S. I was like, I don't know what it's going to take, what horrible thing for that could happen to me, what it's going to take for me to not call you to ask you for your help. And I said, I have to get over the fact that you're my family and I just need to reach out to anybody I can. This was in the beginning. I was in tears and she's like, you need a positive experience. So after the IPL wasn't like a screaming success for me, right. you know, I, it was for so many people in the dry, I send them support group and I, I highly recommend, you know, going to a doctor they trust and to give it a go if that's for them, if they have the MGD and for, for me, I, I knew I couldn't. And I'm not saying I'm done ever with ever trying that again. I'm just for now, I, 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 can't, I can't. 
So she said, go to acupuncture to have a good experience with the body. And she was right. It's amazing. I even saw a BBC episode where they're using acupuncture and fake acupuncture to see. And, and the two different subjects went through the MRI machine. And it's amazing. Um, the fake acupuncture, they, they thought they were receiving real because of how they engineered the needles, you know, to be fake, but feel real. I don't know how they could do that. Um, but it, it really showed that the brain was responding to the acupuncture. It was turning off centers of the brain that, ex that experience pain deep in, I think it's deep in the middle of the drain. The, the name of the part of the brain is um, escaping me for now, but to actually see an MRI trusted science to be like, look, this part of the brain is uh, lit up more all over. And this is lit up specifically here because this is what's happening. It's just like, my mind was blown. Like, and they also, in the beginning of the program, showed how somebody was undergoing anesthesia with just acupuncture, open heart surgery, and wow. it was working. And she recovered so much more quickly. Right. I was just, I was like, there is something here that it helps with certain things like nerve pain, osteoporosis. I was like, can it help with dry eye? It helped, helped a lot with my dry eye. It helped... Um, it helped with feeling more joy. It helped with my stress. It helped me sleep better, which anybody knows that your sleep is very, very affected and you need more sleep to heal. So gosh, like, what do you do? There's this product, which I'm going to try to reach back and find that somebody in the Facebook group, the dry eye drink that helped with my sleep it has melatonin in it as well as other um, vitamins. And it's uh, three milligrams of melatonin. I tell you, it puts me <laughs> right to sleep. Like within 15 minutes, I feel like it's helping during the day. I was getting a little bit of dry mouth, even though I don't have Sjogren's syndrome which it can be checked out for with the blood test and that absolutely affects the lacrimal gland. But this dry eye drink was the hydration I needed that didn't have a bunch of extra ingredients I didn't want and like Gatorade and other things that I'm just very specific about ingredients. So um, I was very happy that a doctor developed this for his patients and it really works. So the dry eye drink, I, for whatever reason, I don't like the orange flavor, but the berry and but the orange night flavor, though, is okay and helped me with my dry mouth and my dry eye. And the Complete Omega by Nordic Naturals, I'm very happy about their ingredients. You can put it in smoothies, but I like the liquid because I have digestive issues that stem from taking too many pain medications which I, I try to avoid like the plague now. So I try whatever I can to have uh, liquids. I take children's Allegra also from a poster in the group, very knowledgeable. And I asked the pharmacist, which one is the least drying and children's Allegra. Although I'm not happy about all the ingredients in this, but it's at least it doesn't affect my dry eye and it really helps. And from the same poster, it's like basically this one poster who I wish I could give her a shout out, but I won't. Um, 
this dry eye relief omega-7 by Terry Naturally or anybody that has the omega-7 sea buckthorn oil, very helpful. I like Mary Ruth's organic liquid and, and no, I'm not getting paid for any of this, but um, when you're in your dry, dry eye journey and people don't specifically say what they're using, it's very maddening because you're like, oh, I take this supplement. It helps. Well, don't leave me hanging. What is it? You know? So I found this, uh, I love hydrate lid and lash cleaner helpful. I can't use it every day because my eyes are so sensitive to anything I put on them, but I, I can use it every other day. And I, I feel like it, it helps control. I do have Demodex bites, which I could see played back to me on a video from the dry eye specialists. She's the only one who could tell me I had Demodex from her video. I, I saw the little buggers. So I try to be very careful with, um, my eyes and there's other there's other lid and lash cleansers that have the hypochlorous acid in them but i feel like this is the best balance of ingredients for me other ones that i've tried that are super popular it smells too much like a chlorinated swimming pool to me so whatever they have going on here with their quality of product is amazing and I also want to highlight this product because the doctors that invented this also headed up the dry eye support community and created that community. And those doctors, I'm sure lots of people are grateful for a legacy, basically. There, there are other liquid multivitamins that I take from Mary Ruth's, but... I just wanted to highlight in the beginning of my journey, I found a study where this woman took a lot of vitamin D3 and it helped her completely cure her from her dry eyes. So I found that fascinating. So I like Truvani. Mm -hmm. um, she also had a site called Food Babe where she's very into ingredients. It's very educational stuff I've learned from her. So I like, it's a chewable I try anything I can get in liquid or chewable like um, because of my digestive issues. Um, here is the nasal spray that basically helps me live my life. It stimulates all the layers of the, the tear film, tear via, spelled T-Y-R-V-A-Y-A. Recently, my healthcare provider has decided to pay for it, and now I only... Um, have to pay $35 for it. And for some people, it could be upwards of 500 or if they live in a different country, they don't even have it at all. And you don't shoot it back like a normal nasal spray. You're actually aiming this way up your nose and putting your tongue at the roof so it doesn't go back in your throat. Uh, tips I've learned from the posters in this Facebook group were amazing. And I was afraid to use it. Like there might be a horror story on the group from it. But then for the one horror story, there were hundreds of people saying, oh my gosh, my eye doesn't tear profusely, which is ironically enough, a sign of dry eye. It's just, it's not the right tearing. It's not all three layers of the tear, tear film. Mm -hmm. It's like one. 
which was why it was so irritating for that lady. And then it was, a, you know, a godsend. I have thyroid issues. Um, I found out my dad has dry eye. It could be genetic. and uh, But I definitely know it's also from what I call a chemical accident, just like you had. That's why I... I was, it was actually, I want to just back way up because I was thinking, I was like, what happened to the poster that had the accident at work? I wonder how she's doing. And I jumped on the group, which I don't need to jump on every day anymore. And I jumped on and I saw her posting for this podcast and I thought, no way. I was just thinking about her. So glad she's doing better. And I, and I was like, I wonder why I was thinking about her. And it's because I equated her chemical from the cleaner with whatever chemical was in this job as a chemical accident. And my dry eye specialist said, and I doctor, mind you, saying this pushed your glands over the edge. I know what she said. I know what happened to you. This pushed your glands over the edge. That's as close as I had an eye doctor come to say it caused it. But anyways, you need to um, keep up on thyroid medication. What else? Get checked out for any rheumatoid problems, lupus, sojourns, whatever tool you can find to put in your tool belt. I would, a lot of weird things were going on at the same time as my um what I would call accident as well with my eyes, my dishwasher, coffee maker, fridge all broke down at the same time. More seriously, my brother was going through a major health issue and that, that got remedied. Um, another family member was sick with COVID. I was like, is there something in my house causing this bad luck? Like, what is this? I even got into feng shui of how to balance your environment. And maybe I'm not comfortable for to put a Buddha out or crystals. I could still try to balance my environment knowing that each sections of the house relate to a health issue. I'm like, okay, if I put a wulo here, what's the big deal? Is it going against my spiritual beliefs? No. Do I think it's magic just to set it down? No, but it, it made me realize to set an intention for something to go better, to have positive thoughts. And there's a section of the house that you can like, is you remedy it and it can help bring you helpful people. Like what's the harm in that, you know? And I started noticing things going better because A, I had a community of, you know, new friends that could support me. I'm taught about how important it is for, for positive thinking and intentions to pay attention to your finances, pay attention to how you dress and uh, just... You can go into as deep into it as you want or not, but it was just fascinating to me to clear out the clutter in my house. And in my house, I was cleaning up negative pictures. I really like Alfred Hitchcock and that kind of genre aesthetic. I used to be into photography and studied photography, and I had some negative imaging. I had I took it to the after taking a picture of it, just store it on my phone. I let my kids bend it, stomp on it and put it in the trash can. I'm like, I want positive 
images up because it really affects you. I want to clear out the clutter. I I don't know. Just want to just be aware of everything and how it affects me. Yeah, I yeah. I have to agree that like um, through my journey, I have learned not exactly feng, feng shui, but some other things that are in the spiritual realm. And it's really eye-opening. And you're right, setting your intentions and eliminating some of those things that are negative in your home can make a huge impact. And you don't realize it until you start doing that. And it's, it's truly amazing. But everything has an energy. Everything is connected, you know? Um, and until you start paying attention, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. And because of um, our eye issues, I'm sure you were the same way. It's like you, you don't want to watch TV. You, you want to listen to podcasts. And that's how I found her and, and other, other podcasts. Um, I'm trying to find, there's this one podcaster that talks about how, you know, the law of attraction changed her life, you know, and how she uses the law of attraction, self-help books. They study feng shui, but yeah, I was also, and I don't want to offend it and, or polarize anyone, but you know, I, I grew up Baptist and during nine 11, I've, when everyone at the time probably felt like the world was so unsafe, my friends were going to this Orthodox church and I felt very welcome there and I converted and then found my husband there. And since moving to the DC area, I haven't found a church like that. And I stopped going and I kept getting pressure from my family. You need to take the kids to church and I don't think I have been to church ever since my son's baptism when he was a baby and he's six now. So I'm feeling the importance of, I want to be in a, in a church community. And I heard a story about a religious healer, you know, healing a, a, a paralytic went to him for healing. And he's like, Basically, the, the gist of the story is if you come for a spiritual healing, your body will respond too. like you just don't come for physical healing. And I feel like my journey has been, how can I physically heal myself? And then I, I hear that religious story and I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I also need to pay attention to the spiritual just beyond religion and church, I've always felt con connected, ha having dreams of a grandmother that died when I was two, odd things happening after my mom passed away from cancer that are unexplainable, that that this doesn't happen to everybody. My my dad doesn't dream of past loved ones. I'm like, what is that? And, you know, and that led me to another podcast talking about, you know, um, angels and, and a Reiki school and what's all this, what, you know, what drives with my, my beliefs and what doesn't, what tools can I put in? What, what do I leave behind? I even had holy water I was putting on myself to help me. I, I was, I was wondering like, you know, why me? Why is this happening to me? And then I got out of that into why not me? I'm sure I have a lesson to learn. I, didn't, I don't believe God did this to me. I, I'm going to get through this. 
And when I was thinking about you too, I was at, I was getting my blood drawn at the doctor and there's a lab there and everything's in the same building. And it was very busy that day. There was lots of um, what I like to call vampires or phlebotomists there drawing people's blood. I wasn't there for serum tears, but I was, I was there to just check my thyroid levels. And the guy is like, you haven't filled your serum tears in a while. Are you sure you don't need that done? And, you know, cause he saw me, I had to have, I had, to, it was windy in there and I had to wear my uh, attachments to my Sienna glasses. And um, I said, no, I found platelet rich plasma at a um, dry eye specialist. And that helps way more than the serum tears. I even tested it one day with the doctor's permission and one eye I had the serum tears and one eye I had the PRP and the PRP by far it was like an 80% difference in dryness from feeling like oh my eyes are a little bit like cotton balls to I feel normal wow. which is wild and the burning the burning that I had experienced from August of 21 to January of 21, and it took way too long for me to, I don't hesitate to see a dry eye specialist that uh, it took till January till I got the PRP and platelet rich plasma. And that was just amazing. And it just, it sounds like Frankenstein weird science or whatever you want to call it. But Basically, what I learned is there's, uh, I think, three layers of the blood when they draw it, and the RBCs fall to the bottom, the serum is at the top, and then you have more growth factor in the middle, and they're they're drawing from the richer blood that helps you. Like, why wouldn't you want that? Like, the more you know, the less scary it is. And the first day, I'm like calling, freaking out at the, at the lab at the dry specialist. They had it in-house. I'm like why is this happening? My eyes are red. And she's like, that's impossible. I've never heard of this happening. It was just my body getting used to it. But the next day I'm like, she's like, call me back. Actually, it wasn't the next day. It was over a weekend. She's like, call me back on Monday. I really need to know how this is going. We've never heard of this before. I was like, okay, my eyes settled down. I'm fine now. This is stuff is amazing. <laughs> and she's like, oh, good. So I, I still get PRP from the office, even if I have to drive 40 minutes there and 40 minutes back, even if I know people that travel longer distances to see this doctor all over the world and um, keep it in my kids' thermos when I'm traveling. Recently, there was a poster in the group that there's portable freezers now with the use with apps. I had no idea on Amazon. Nice. Um, and, uh, and it just, you know, comes in this bottle. It's kind of a yellowy color. It's not too crazy. And just have to make sure you refrigerate the one you're opening and freeze all the other ones that are your back supply. So PRP is amazing. How long does that last, that little bottle that you have? It's supposed to last me seven days. But I think it lasts me more like five days. And the whole supply is supposed to last three to four months, depending on how much you take of it. Um, for me, I take it even if I don't think I need it at the moment, just to make sure my eyes are getting enough uh, support, moisture, if you will. So I like it to take it in the morning around 12 o'clock noon. 
and I take it at dinner time and probably probably every four hours like at dinner time and maybe once or twice in the evening lately I've been waking up once at night and taking it I try to avoid the over-counter drops if I feel like I especially after a procedure like IPO or a really bad day I might I do like the refresh mega three um, another thing that I think um, is so important is getting the glands expressed. You got to get the gunk out. So I thought, well, how can I do this? And so I looked up online, probably I think it was in December or January, and I found this doctor does not, it's two doctors in this practice, and they, they advertise like sclera. I'm like, oh, they just have sclera lenses. I'm, I'm, I'm not to that point where I can put, I don't want to put anything in my eye. Mm -hmm. and, and my cousin said she wears glasses now because she had a corneal abrasion from, uh, I forgot from what, a contact, I don't know. But I was like, since my own cousin, you know, has a susceptibility to corneal abrasions, I, I, I don't know. But for some people, scleris is a lifesaver. Mm -hmm. So I just called the office. I was like, I don't know why. Their, their Facebook page was so slick. She, she knows about scleris. I, I'm just going to call. I'm like, do you have uh, tear care? Do you have MyboFlow? There's all these, like, what I call low guns, the big guns being IPL and probing. And um, I was just like, oh, do you have MyboFlow? And you're like, we have MyboFlow. I'm like, no way. I was like, amazing. Because... I just knew I would do well with it. And so I love this doctor. I see her every eight weeks to get my glands heated up and expressed with this thing to me that looks like a spoon and it's heated up to 109, just like my mask. Sorry, backtracking in the mask. It doesn't put too much pressure on my eyes. Other masks would. And then I take them off and I'm like, oh no, my eyes are blurry and just totally freak out. And this, if I don't put the wrap, the, I just lay back with it laying on my face. It doesn't put pressure on the corneas. But anyway, so I felt like that heat was the same thing I'm used to. And she massages it, which I believe helps the glands. And then after nine minutes of doing one eye, she'll express both the top and bottom. She likes she likes the metal ones. My dry eye specialist is very into the Q-tips as well as my ophthalmologist. Or yeah, ophthalmologist. But that can kind of be irritating to the eye. So I was very happy with the metal. And she, she does it very gently. And then she's like, I'm going to use this Lacri Pure, L-A-C-R-I Pure. It's preservative free because you have to twist the top off of saline solution that they do use with sclera lenses because it sits on people's eyes all day long. Yeah. This is very, very soothing. And it didn't bother me. And I was like, so after she expressed the, the bad oil, she squeezes that on my eye to um, wash it out and then I'm out the door and driving and I'm not getting these weird blurry bits that pop up in my eye as I'm driving um, which is totally unsafe and <laughs> very annoying and so I was like this so for me instead of just rinsing with something she has a preservative and 
and rinses out the eye to other people, she knows for me to always have these ready. And then she'll do nine minutes on the other eye. And I went to have a checkup with my dry eye specialists about my retina, which everything's fine, thank goodness. And with the thinning, uh, did not, the IPL did not do that. I was, she's, she's like, I think you were born that way. And we just needed, you know, get a check on it to make sure everything's okay. And she's like, how's it been going? And I was like, oh, I really wish you guys would get my flow. Uh, and she's like, well, we have tear care. I was like, yeah, but you have to use stickers and stick them on the eye. This, and it doesn't massage it. So I just put that plug in, you know, the acupuncture, how my flow is. Hopefully they'll, you know, add to <laughs> their, uh, honestly, with, you know, there's no more room to put two more things on here. Right. <laughs> I would hope, but she can squish it in. That <laughs> was just so, so nice of her to ask how I was doing. And I said, you know, this my flow, it's almost like, my version of having poor IPLs. That's how much this has helped with the myelo flow. So uh, just advise if you have to pay out of pocket, you know, if your insurance doesn't cover it, you, know, you have to do what you got to do. Because not only was it with the dry eye in the beginning, it was the light sensitivity, which has decreased, decreased so much. I, I feel almost like my normal self. And then I was also seeing starbursts. That's not a common thing that people will see. And I know how to let all of you guys know what that's like. Because if you are sitting by a screen on your window and you can like see the moon or a street light or a light from a neighbor's house and you see what I like to call a Christmas tree star or streetlights, the, it was like a lengthening of light bursts. Mm. And that was so disheartening to look at the moon and not just see a ball, but it looked like a sun. To wonder what it was going to be like to go trick-or-treating with my kids at night and seeing all the bursty lights I just didn't want to leave my house. I, I couldn't drive like that anymore. And so through getting the dry eye specialist, the platelet-rich plasma, um, the, the Mybo flow, the acupuncture, whatever else I could put in my tool belt that I know helps me, I can drive at night. I could probably drive to my hometown in Ohio by myself. My dad needed my help and I was able to drive and focus on him and what he needed help with. And I just, you know, would quickly put in my PRP in my eyes and off I'd be fine for three or four more hours before I had to think about myself again. I can, you know, be there for my kids. And that's what I would, I'd pray like, God, please help me. If not just for me to be able to take care of these two humans. Mm -hmm. And not to be too dark, but I did have major depressive disorder and I had to reach out to a therapist through my provider and to my cousin who did rapid transitional therapy, which is also hypnotherapy. And she can do recordings for me to listen to at night that basically puts positive subconscious messages in your mind. And when you have a bad dry eye day, 
and you have somebody there that can calm you down and say your body's healing itself. It's not against you. You know, there's this white light coming to over your body. It sounds really crazy, but on days that you're stressed out and you, you may be seeing like flashes of light and you're like, don't want to run to the doctor to get a retina check. You just like, oh, can I calm down enough to, to where I can see what, I don't know. It's just, I'm not depressed anymore. And I'd say my favorite moment from feeling better is going out to see concerts again, going to shows and seeing my favorite band play that hadn't played um, in years, in like 20 years. I hadn't seen them play in like 20 years and, and they sounded their best. And being after COVID, like the absolute joy I felt on a whole other level than the other people in the room because I wasn't thinking about my eyes. I wasn't putting eye drops in during show. Um, it was just amazing. I was able to leave my eye drops in the car because, you know, there's very particular about what you can carry in the car. So I was like, I can leave this in the car. I'm going to be fine for three or four hours. This is okay. Yeah. So oh, to even schedule an event, I mean, gone are the days of putting a washcloth over my eye and laying on the couch and only being able to drive my kids 15 minutes at a time to pick them up and drop them off. My husband was having to do dinner and baths were were a godsend in the beginning to that's about as long as I didn't get any water near my face um just to have the humidity in the bathroom was a godsend in the beginning yeah so oh back to the story where I was getting my blood drawn and I had a whole audience of phlebotomists listening you know like somebody was like oh yeah I have a structural LIGO or whatever where you have extra skin that comes out from the eye which sounds horrible I have that and that causes my dry eye and, and some guy said my daughter reads so much that she has dry eye now and somebody had LASIK and I was like sometimes you know people are totally fine with LASIK and sometimes they're not and unfortunately a lot of people are not and um so I was like, wow, you know, I have an entire audience of people that I'm teaching them something. I, I thought maybe it's time to share, you know, not be so greedy with all the information I have. I don't know if greedy is the word, but like, don't be selfish. Get over the fact that I'm inherently shy and hard on myself. And just the intention being to not only help others with dry eye, but if there's somebody listening who wants to be an eye doctor, please consider dry eye field because, you know, all the time I'm sure we think of, God forbid, whatever happens to doctor this or doctor that, we, we need all the dry eye specialists we, we can get. And especially with people being on screen more these days, it's um, happening at a younger and younger age, unfortunately. So... Yeah, more dry eye doctors, for sure. Definitely needed. Right. And, you know, I'm so thankful you've, you have gone through so many things, right? And that's what most people do when they are on this journey. Every person is different. And I totally agree with you that your body 
is not against you. Your body is trying to heal you all the time. And so we're trying to find those things that support our body to help heal. And things can be so expensive, especially a lot of these things insurance will not cover. Um, and for things that even do help and it can be so frustrating, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, there is some, like you said, getting back to some kind of normalcy in your life and enjoying those things that you love to do. And you don't have to be a prisoner to this disease. I think it's amazing you coming on here and being able to tell your story. I think it's going to help so many people. I totally agree that dry eye syndrome support community was essential to my healing. And my healing journey is not over, but I call it that my healing journey because I feel so much better than I have. But there are some days too where I don't do well and I still think about it constantly. And then I take the good days when I can and, you know, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. I am really excited to be able to talk to more people, to help more people out there, you know, and I am, I'm really thankful for you being here. And I'm thankful for you starting this. I don't know a lot of podcasts where it's where you have guests that are going through it. It's usually podcasts um, that are started by doctors. Like the doctor I see has a podcast. And well, you know, I would listen to that, my doctor's podcast. And she would have, you know, guests on where it's like, oh, my dry was like this. And now it's like this and IPLs helped. But I just, I kind of wanted more time with that person that she was interviewing to you know, to, to know more of their journey. And, and so I'm really glad that you have this podcast. I, I It might be, I think, you know, um, a one of kind right now. And I'm excited to listen to other guests that you have on, on to see if there's something I've missed. <laughs> and the support group too. You're right, it's not the end of our journey. We're learning all the time that there's more things coming out in the pipeline that might be even possible cures for this. And some of the medications are in stage two or three of testing. And it's this specialist on the West Coast was like, there are a lot of things in the dry eye pipeline. <laughs> so to just constantly be watching out for it. It is super exciting to think that there is more coming and hopefully there is more support from insurance and being able to cover some of these things to help people because I know that that, you know, everything is more expensive now and um, people are just surviving. So being able to have uh, access is so important. We're going to wrap up here, but I want to ask you this last question. And I know it's been like intertwined in all of this that we've been talking about, but how do you feel like your life has improved as a result of your dry eye? I feel like I'm a better version of myself. Things that I used to worry about, I don't worry about as much anymore. I'm a stronger person that's able to speak out for myself like what the my favorite doctor 
with the lackey pure popped open a bottle of some preservative and, and I was more I was more in tune with nope nope uh, I'm, that can't she had it over my I'm like nope that can't go in my eye just instead of being like well she's a nice doctor she knows what she's doing this probably won't hurt. just be very quick to speak up for myself a more spiritually deep person also a more spiritually accepting person to not negate everything Buddha, for instance, you know, taught that their their meditation is okay. It's, it doesn't go against religious beliefs and just taking the best out of every modality that gets brought my way. And like, you know, okay, and I don't have to pray to Buddha, but he, he, there's something to meditation that really, really helps bring down the stress level. <laughs> A person who feels like I have a superpower now that I can tap into it as, as deep as I'll allow myself. And um, who, who knows where this will take me, but going from being in a dark place to feeling like I have all the love and support from the universe, <laughs> uh, a community that, and to know there are doctors out there that care, mm -hmm. just really tune in to your intuition if you're like this doctor's a little too abrasive personality wise that they might be the most skilled doctor in the world but if you need somebody that's more chill listen to that intuition and go to somebody else that's what i wished i would have done in the very beginning you don't want to feel like have white coat syndrome and you're not intimidated by this person that you feel like you are a co-worker with this doctor working on this mm -hmm. and that each of you respect each other it's so key just heightened intuition i would say to know how to to heal yeah that's amazing thank you amanda i appreciate the time so much and Thank you. I'm just so excited to be doing this and I'm I'm really appreciative to have you as my first guest. Anything for a fellow dry eye sister and Ohioan too. <laughs> <laughs>